That started in 2016. Now, fast forward five years later with the Lifestyle Medicine Center doing their amazing work and um, the Healthy City being that community support for people that were making the changes. Uh, Midland County is ranked nearly in the top 10% on the Robert Wood Johnson County Health Rankings. Last year, we were number 27 out of 250 counties in Texas for health. This is the best ranking that Midland has ever achieved. And um, it's definitely because there were doctors who saw a need to not just medicate their patients, but really tackle their health. This is the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast, and I'm your host, Maya Acosta. If you're willing to go with me, together we can discover how simple lifestyle choices can help improve our quality of life. Let's get started. Food Medicine Conference in Midland, Texas is resuming again this year, August 5th. And you need to be there. The executive director of Healthy City in Midland, Texas, is coming on the show to give us five reasons why we need to be there. As always, the full bio for each of my guests and their links is on the website, healthylifestylesolutions.org. And make sure that you sign up for my newsletter. That's bit.ly forward slash Maya Acosta. In my newsletter, you will find recipes, information about my guest speakers, and so many other events. Welcome, Valerie. Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be a part of this. Thank you. I'm glad that we were able to make this. I know that you have a full schedule right now. Like I said, we are less than three weeks away from a big event that you're part of. And so I can imagine you're down to the wire, like the last few things that you have to do to prepare. So let's start with how are you feeling right now? Are you kind of waking up in the middle of the night and making lists? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yes. I'm dreaming about it. I'm, yeah, it's a constant, you know, someone will ask me, Hey, can you come over this evening and do something social? And I'm like, I need to do that. I need to stop thinking about it, but I know I'm just going to sit there and think about what else I need to be doing. So it's definitely all encompassing, but very excited to have it back in person. It's been three long years since we've been able to do this. And, um, yeah, have the community back together and supporting it. And it's very invigorating to hear as I'm visiting with people within our community about, oh, I attended in 2018 or 2019 or 2016 and just uh, telling me about their experiences. And they're very excited to hear that it's coming back. So it is. I am super excited. I really enjoyed myself. 2019, uh, Dr. Gregor was there and I- <laughs> we had no lights that year. I was there, too. <laughs> You guys are impressive. We drove in Friday night and we were coming through the storm. And once we came and we might have arrived at midnight or one in the morning, I don't remember, but we heard the storms, heavy storms in the area. And we woke up to a conference without electricity. (laughs) (laughs) And they rolled with the punches that year. I mean, it's the show went on and I mean, a minor inconvenience is how they made it out to be. Exactly. You know, you would have never really noticed um, that there was such a significant change. Uh, you guys still offered, well, the, the presentation still took place. Everything was, uh, the slideshows presentations were offered on a website that we could access from our cell phones. So it was pretty cool the way that it all worked out. It just goes to show how professional everything is, how well prepared the speakers are, and how your team in general is really prepared to deal with these sort of situations. And the Wagner Noel Performing Arts Center, in which we had it last year, is where we're going to be again this year because we were actually moving it to a new location. And it flooded. A water main busted on the bottom. 
came up through the floor, flooded the whole place. So anybody that had anything planned there was scrambling to find a new location. Of course, our date wasn't available. So we're now in August. So it's roll with the punches in Midland, Texas these days because you never know what's going to (laughs) happen. So let's start with you, Valerie. I'd love to learn more about you. You wanted to be healthy for your daughter. And in 2018, you made some changes. Oh, you know, I was 37 when my daughter was born. And um, of course, the weight didn't come off as quickly as I wanted it to. And so I did feel sluggish carrying around the extra weight. And um, my husband also, and we, we had watched Forks Over Knives probably in 2014. I feel like we had seen it I know before she was born in 2016, so um, we were aware of it. We were very much supportive of the idea and thoughts. Anyone we knew that was um, going on a whole food plant-based diet, we encouraged. Um, I was, uh, whenever Marcy Madrid, the president of Healthy City, um, was diagnosed with MS and went on a whole food, her husband told me she was doing whole food plant-based. I was like, so very encouraging. I was like, that's great. You know, I was the person that was telling everybody else they should do it, but I wasn't doing it myself. <laughs> and it was just, um, I had seen Marcy actually th- that week, uh, week before I made the change. And she told me, watch what the health we had watched forks over knives. We had watched fat sick, nearly dead, you know, with Joe cross that does the juicing and everything. And she said, just watch what the health. And it really struck a chord with me as a nonprofit um, professional. Whenever I was hearing about my fellow nonprofits taking money from the exact industry in which was creating the disease and uh, many people. So, I mean, that really struck a chord with me. Um, my husband, the whole talk about dairy really struck a chord with him. And he said, that's it. We're going to do this. And we did it cold turkey. We were the crazy ones. And, you know, for, for each person is their own way. Some people step, stair steps it down. We just cut off completely, changed everything. And we were those types that had this dramatic weight loss in two months and um, felt the best we ever felt. Um, I mean... Looked the best we ever looked. We, I mean, I I aged backwards <laughs> for a while, and uh, yeah, I mean, definitely felt the difference, and would never want to go back. Now you fast forward to 2020 and go into you know isolation, and there was this whole thing about save the restaurant industry, and oh. Well, yeah, we have friends that own restaurants. We should, we should be getting more meals from them. And then that was a slippery slope for sure. And so the weight starts coming back on and you're not feeling as well. So I, I can sympathize from those that have struggled to stay completely whole food, plant based. A lot of my friends call me plant based and I try to explain to them the difference between whole food, plant based and plant based. And my goal is to be whole food, plant based, not just uh, eliminating animal, but also eating the whole foods that make us feel so great that heal our bodies and protect our bodies from disease processes. Thank you for sharing that. So you already knew Marcy. Were you already part of Healthy City at the time that you made your change? No, I, I had been asked to join the board, but I was currently serving on another board. And as a non-profit professional, I always encourage people not to take on too many. So I was living by what I preached. And I said, that year was not a good year for me. Come back to me though. I am interested. And then when they came back to me, it was more about, would you be consider, would you consider coming and working and be our first executive director? Cause they were doing, it was completely volunteer ran and they did an extremely wonderful job, um, with everybody volunteering their time. So 
it's it's an incredible group that was that are very passionate about what they do. Tell us more. So you had um the pandemic was a little bit difficult for you. And then at what point did you join Healthy City? I started in August of 2020, one of the rare people that switched jobs in the middle of the pandemic. Um, but it was a great opportunity. I had, I, I should say, I was involved. I was going to the community meals. I had gone to cooking demonstrations with Healthy City. I had even gone to the grocery store tour. And it was, I always encourage people, we do these grocery store tours and we go through HEV and we show them the products that, you know, that they might be overlooking and tell them what aisles just, to, just avoid, you know, make your shopping easy. You don't have to go through every aisle and um, how to read a label. And I had made the change a year before I went on a grocery store tour. And I went just because I'm like, what am I overlooking whenever I'm, you know, I've got my set, what I like to buy and what we like to eat, but what am I overlooking? So it, it, I would encourage anybody if you have a grocery store tour near your home, go and do it to see what, you know, it's amazing what you don't think of. And I feel like that's sort of what our community, a healthy city does is we have these community meals and people make a totally different recipe than what I would even think about doing. And then it that's now incorporated in our weekly plan is, you know, we eat more curry now and, you know, things that we normally wouldn't eat because we tried something at the community meal and it's great to take my husband to it because he will try the things and let me know. Don't even try to cook this because I'm not going to eat this ever again. <laughs> so it, it's made our life a little more um, enjoyable. So, but um, yeah, I switched and I started working in 2020, um, August of 2020. And that year was the first year they had to cancel uh, food as medicine. It was supposed to be April 4th. I knew this because it's my daughter's birthday and it was supposed to be April 4th. And of course, everything shut down in the third week of March. So for the rest of the year, they had the speakers do what they called like a Facebook Live, but it was through a platform called Be Live um, and do their presentations so that we're at least we're getting the message out. And I do feel like it was a great platform. We had touched people that we normally wouldn't have touched at the events that wouldn't have been able to be there. I mean, we had people from country, people in England, people in India. We had people all over that were watching these um, uh, presentations. And that was how that was handled then in 2020. So 2021 comes around. We were going to be doing it in October and thought that was safe. And 4th of July happens and our numbers spike. And of course, Midland Health, our local hospital, um, was our presenting sponsor. And of course, we're going to follow their guidelines and um, their suggestions. So it went to a virtual platform and we had a virtual conference, with, which was different. It was nice. But we had... Oh goodness. We have seven or nine speakers. It was a lot. We had a lot. We did it over two days. So that it started Friday afternoon and then we did all day on Saturday. So it was fun, but it wasn't the same as being in person and having that community and visiting with um, fellow whole food plant-based individuals. That was one of the advantages that a lot of us have said, right? That Uh uh, you had a broader reach. 
people were able to, to tune in uh, from the, the comforts of their own home. And yet at the same time, we are done. We're fed up. <laughs> we want to come together. We want to connect and network and hug each other. And um, and now we feel like it's things are opening up. I keep mentioning the Lifestyle Medicine Conference is coming up. There are things that are happening. I'm going to a podcast uh, conference for podcasters, but we're ready to come together. We need this. For sure. It's definitely time. <laughs> yeah. So a couple of things before we talk about food as medicine, I'd love for our listeners to understand the culture of Midland, Texas. Uh, where is Midland? What is the main industry in the area? And how did Healthy City get started? And how is it helping to drive change in Midland, Texas? So geographically, Midland is between El Paso and Fort Worth, right in the middle, Midland. And when people that aren't from Texas don't really understand that concept, I, we always say, you know, where New Mexico makes the right angle, <laughs> we're just, you know, maybe like a hundred miles from that corner. So um, on the interstate and Midland is a, it was started as a ranching community, which is great for healthy city. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we uh, first uh, are known for oil and gas and the Bushes. So uh, George Bush and George W. Bush and Barbara Bush and their whole family lived here for quite some time. And um, they call this George W. Bush's childhood home. But oil and gas, we have a very um, large transient population of people coming in to work in the oil fields and coming into what's called man camps and staying there. Um for their time while they're working in the oil field and then go home. So we have a lot of people coming in and out of our community. But it's typical when people think Texas, it's very typical. It is um, barbecue and Mexican food and Tex-Mex and um, the more meat, the better. And definitely not where you would think something like Healthy City would have started. Before Healthy City even started, there was a group of um uh, physicians that were very interested in taking on making Midland healthier. In fact, the mission or the vision of Midland Memorial Hospital is for Midland to be the healthiest uh, community in Texas. So they definitely um, started doing more and more things within the hospital, starting the Lifestyle Medicine Center, and then also um, partnering with Plant Pure Nation to bring in the meals. There's a plant-based option in our cafeteria every day, several actually. And um, that started in 2016. Now, fast forward five years later with the Lifestyle Medicine Center doing their amazing work and um, the Healthy City being that community support for people that were making the changes. Uh, Midland County is ranked nearly in the top 10% on the Robert Wood Johnson County Health Rankings. They're in last year, we were number 27 out of 250 counties in Texas for health. Um, this is the best ranking that Midland has ever achieved. And um, it's definitely because there were doctors who saw a need to not just medicate their patients, but really tackle their health. And one of those people, um, Dr. Padmaja Patel started the Lifestyle Medicine Center, but Dr. Um, Staten Autry and his wife Blythe brought Dr. Stoll to Midland in 2014 or 15 and had actually the first food is medicine um, at, a, at a church here and had a lot of doctors come. Dr. Patel was Dr. Patel's because there's two of them were two of those that attended and got this message about making 
these lifestyle interventions to help um, reverse and prevent a lot of our common diseases. And um, I think that one of the things that um, really resonates with me is that these doctors are doing it based on science and evidence studies. Um, this isn't just PETA or animal protection rights. These are people that want are invested in their patient's health um, past just what's happening in, you know, the exam room. Really agree with that. I, again, this is what drew me to what is happening in Midland, Texas. And I, and I did say that what you're doing is really, you're a role model for what we would like to see in our own cities. Now, I am familiar with the doctors, Patel. They are a married couple, like you said. So they initially kind of started this movement in 2016 with their own practice, is what I heard you say. Um, now, they have uh, a practice, a cardiac rehab program that we've wanted, my husband, Dr. Riss and I, we wanted to just go and kind of uh, observe. They're using the pillars of lifestyle medicine to help people recover and increase their quality of life as well. Exactly. Um, yeah, uh, State Notry, who, Dr. State Notry, was the first person, you know, to bring Dr. Stoll in. And he himself is a cardiac surgeon. He does the surgeries, I don't know that much, and on the heart. <laughs> so um, Dr. Staten shares that with people. We can, you know, open you up, take a vein from your leg <laughs> and <laughs> do a bypass, or you can start change how you eat. And unfortunately, not everybody wants to change how they eat. You know, it's, I tell people that changing people's diets is harder than changing religions for a lot of people. People would change their church before they would change the way they eat. And it's very personal for people. And I don't want to downplay that, that they should just do it, but it takes a lot of convincing. And I love that there's science that's backing it. It's, you know, studies that are backing it. It's not just hocus pocus and we think this might work, but he started that he brought everybody in. And then of course, yeah. Um, Dr. Padmaja Patel is an internist and she approached the hospital about starting this lifestyle medicine center. And so she has been doing that. And so they have diabetes program. They have the cardiac rehab. They do a smoking cessation. I always say it wrong. <laughs> program. <laughs> it's not sensation. Cessation. <laughs> um, they have programs on weight loss. So they not only treat people with disease, but also doing things to try to help prevent by, you know, quit your smoking and get your weight down and um, you're pre-diabetic. What can we do? Um, and have had a success, a very large success rate. In fact, some of our board members on Healthy City have gone through the programs through the Lifestyle Medicine Center. So that's really exciting to see them continue, want to get involved with Healthy City and continue to share the message with their family, friends, and just neighbors in the community. So. Excellent. Excellent. Is the, um, there's all these programs that Dr. Patel is working with. Is that in a hospital setting? It's Midland Health. So that's the overarching, she's in an, a, our West campus of the hospital. So it's a clinical setting. So it's within where, you know, you, you can go in and see her, you can see a nurse, you can see a dietitian, and they have several of each. Um, but they're doing these programs and offering things online and uh, 
cooking demos and getting people active. And they're, you know, they're going beyond just whole food plant-based. They're like incorporating all the pillars of lifestyle medicine to make sure that people are, you know, getting their sleep and reducing their stress and being connected in their community. So Midland, um, like you said, it's a culture where um, the bushes originally are from. And so you have a lot of barbecue and, and transient is a word that really stuck out that I thought, well, yes, it makes sense. For sure. And, you know, I, I talked about the guys that are coming in and staying in the man camps, but Midland is probably one of the only communities where it is more expensive to stay in a hotel during the work week than it is the weekend. We aren't really what you consider as a vacation destination. So people aren't really coming in on the weekends, but our hotels are packed during the work week because we also have the businessmen flying in from Houston and Dallas and Colorado and coming in and staying for the week and then flying home to their families. Um, yeah, a lot of people in and out, but then we have a, you know, a large hundred, almost 150,000 real true residents in our community and the same over in Odessa, which is only 20 miles apart. So where food is medicine is in the, at the Wagner Noel is actually right between the two cities. Um, but it is in the middle of nothing. You're very much right. I, in fact, I've heard it referred to as like a food desert, which is so crazy to me because you're in a city, but it, yes, our conditions were very dry. It's a desert and we get very little rain. So the fact that it rained on food as medicine in 2019 is just amazing. <laughs> um, we welcome those storms. Um, but yeah, we have gardening groups, but it is very difficult to grow things in. Midland. So let's talk about Healthy City itself and then let's move on to the conference because I'm very excited about it. So Healthy City is a 501c3 and tell us what does that all entail? So we, one of the components, one of the things that you offer is an annual conference, but you have your AGB tours, your restaurant, um, your tours and what other things do you guys do throughout the years? You do classes, yes. Yeah, so, we're, you know, we're a nonprofit and so we're driven by, um, participation in our programs, which are very, very affordable. So I would, it's hard to say that that's how fun, we're funded, but private donations and fa- our local foundations. And um, we offer the grocery store tours. We do community meals, which there is no cost to participate. I mean, other than buying your food, but we do not, there's no cost to come in and attend the community meals. Um, we do cooking demonstrations throughout the year. We just started last, almost a year ago, a community fridge um, that have people come and bring produce, um, only whole food plant-based items. I'm constantly going cleaning out mac and cheese, tuna. It's amazing what else shows up. And I just take them to other food pantries. <laughs> But really trying to focus on um, making sure that people have um, frozen fruit, frozen vegetables um, or something else we keep in the freezer all the time, but uh, access to produce. Because we know that when people go to pick up their food um, at the different food pantries or they're using their um, uh, food stamps, um, a lot of times produce is overlooked. So if we can have people who are able to grow things in our community um, donate, we had eggplant one time, and we just recently had a donation of cantaloupe and watermelons, but that these people in this community can go and just without any asking, it's outside of a building, you can just go and help yourself. And also people can just go and drop things off. That's how we end up with tuna and mac and cheese. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's funny. So what a wonderful way to communi- uh, to collaborate with the community. So you have people that are growing produce that, that donate to your cause and then other individuals, the people that want this produce can just show up and grab what they want. And I try to, you know, advertise when something, when I know something is going in, you know, try to advertise it through social media um, and word of mouth. Um, I think that there's enough people in that community that are watching that fridge because it's amazing. I didn't even have time to advertise the watermelon and cantaloupe really. And I went to go check on it and there was very little left, but I went ahead and posted it. But um, it was amazing how quickly that went without any advertising at all. This is wonderful. I have relatives that live in Arizona, and uh, I'm the only one in my family that's whole food plant-based. However, I learned about a program that they told me about. I can't remember the name of it, but you receive a certain amount of pounds of produce for a very small fee, and that has really caused family members of mine to take advantage of it because to them, it's like a big bonus. Look at all the food that I can eat. When you make produce and foods like this available to the community, they'll see, they'll find a reason to eat the foods. Not to mention then you also offer uh, community uh, cooking demos and food demos so that people know how to use some of this produce. It's an excellent way of putting together things to um, support the community. Um, Yeah. I mean, we just keep on trying to grow and grow as an organization to try to fill a need. And um, our focus has been so uh, focused on nutrition, but we are trying to now incorporate stress management, especially with um, coming out of the pandemic and people are having a very difficult time and offering them um, resources. So we're about to start a program, hopefully this fall, um, that uh, can help them make small changes in their life to go from ah to ah. <laughs> so right. just trying to lift their spirit a little bit more. Absolutely. We see that there's a mental health crisis happening right now throughout the country and people just need to feel supported. And I think part of it is not coming together and, and uh, connecting, you know, heart to heart, networking with other individuals. That's a great need, a human need. The current surge in general between he was the Surgeon General for Obama and then now for Biden. So during the Trump years, he wrote a book um, called Togetherness. And it really talks about, it's a great book that talks about, um, he would be great on your podcast, Um, (laughs) about the need of coming together. And definitely someone, I guess I could sort of segue into, we've done food as medicine now for six years, I think. Yeah, six years. And um, we're looking at, we've heard from um, our supporters, well, I don't go anymore. I've gone. I've heard it. I'm not, you know, realize we're bringing in different speakers every time, but they think that it's the same message over and over. So next year, we're doing a new conference. So we will take a year off from Food as Medicine and do one called Take Back Your Health, which then will be speakers from every pillar of lifestyle medicine. You're bringing lifestyle medicine closer to me. I am so excited. <laughs> like I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Wow. So, and we have a very prominent podcaster who has been asked to come and be sort of our keynote. And we're in, I'm hoping that we can make that announcement at Food is Medicine, who that person is. You have to tell me off record. So you were talking about Food is Medicine, which is absolutely exciting. There will be some changes because you have added another component to it. So um, so Food is Medicine, we 
are just trying to build it into really a true conference. And we've always had it in this one day seminar setting and it's been very successful. Um, last year we brought in extra speakers since we were doing it virtually and trying to get as many speakers and um, continuing education units for our um, medical professionals. So those that are trying to get their certif- certification in lifestyle medicine can get those hours easily and trying to be a catalyst in getting more people to get that certification because the more doctors and nurses and, and medical professionals that can be certified, I feel like the more we can move our, our move our mission forward as far as making our community healthy. I mean, our name is Healthy City. We want people to be healthy. However, we have to do it. <laughs> Healthy City has many things that they offer throughout the year, but the food is medicine is the one that happens uh, this year. So this is another way to compensate professionals, health professionals to come and become, um, to get the hours that they need if they want to be boarded in lifestyle medicine. Who who does that include? Physicians, nurses, nurse practitioners? Even chiropractors, I learned recently. Pharmacists. Okay. Yeah. So they're, I mean, really, I think, if you're I'm a dietitians, I would say. Yes, you, dietitians. So we added a pre-conference this year. I guess I didn't really say that. Um, so this year we have a Friday pre-conference for medical professionals. Um, it is limited size-wise. We're only taking up to 60 and 50 would be much more comfortable. But um, Dr. Brooke Goldner and um, Dr. Jim Loomis and Alex Caspero, who is a dietitian, and Karen Dugan will be the four that will be there that day. Um, and it'll be an hour and a half long for each session. Um, so you would be able to get six additional continuing education units at that time. Um, Karen, we are going to do it in a different location at a, a local hotel conference room, but we're going to move to our West Texas Food Bank to do our cooking demo where we do our co- cooking demos for, you know, a healthy city all the time. So they have the facility to do that. But um, yeah, this way that one, we know a lot of medical professionals work on the weekends. So especially locally, we wanted to give those nurses and doctors an opportunity that are on call, if maybe they're not on call on Friday, um, to be able to come and get those hours or get additional hours. Because then um, the next day on Saturday, there will be five additional hours with um, Dr. Goldner, Dr. Stoll, Dr. Loomis, um, Alex Caspero, and Karen Dugan. So, Okay. I was just thinking it was just the six hours. So you can end up with 11 hours. You're right. There are many individuals who can't take that additional day off. Mm-hmm. So, and then um, the talks might be similar, but they're going to be, of course, on Friday, I to- have told the presenters you can talk and um, not you don't have to talk in layman terms. You can talk, <laughs> use medical terminology, and um, get a little more in depth. And then on Saturday, we need you to t- tailor it to a general population. So that's a huge advantage to offer the pre-conference. Oh yeah, definitely. And I know what the menu is for Friday. I don't know what the menu is for every day, but Fridays is extremely delicious sounding. <laughs> oh. Oh my Saturday sounds great. Don't get me wrong, but right. um, we have a ca- different caterer for the two different events. And since it is only 60, it's a little more, you know, a little more fancier, I guess you'd say, or um, yep. than what we can do for, you know, a couple hundred people. So 
Sure. How are you advertising this to the professionals? If you're capping it at about 50 or 60, how is the word getting out? So we partnered with a marketing company and they are geofencing different hospitals in our area, you know, Abilene, Lubbock, Dallas-Fort Worth, Houston, Denver, because we have people that come from Denver. We have people who come from Albuquerque to come to this. And then just general social media, um, sharing the message. We are partnering with our local hospitals. We have three in the Midland Odessa area to share the information with their physicians and their newsletters. Um, but the more word of mouth, I think is probably the best. I spent the weekend at two different events, a health and wellness event. The hospital was um, promoting their wellness tour. And so that morning I spent the time handing out information to participants that were coming through the ninja course and their parents and had great conversations there and then packed up and headed over to an art um, celebration of the arts is what it's called with our art council. And they have invited nonprofits to have booths there. And last year I went and attended and I, I was very um, encouraged because what I have found is people, a lot of people that are art collectors or care about the arts tend to also care about their health. I see a complete correlation with the two types or the two people or, or that is one commonality is that they, they like both of those. So had great conversations with art collectors and um, artists and um, sharing the information. And then of course I walk around to all the other nonprofits and hand out flyers to them so that they can share with their clients. So the last time you held a, an in-person conference, which was in 2019, what was the attendance? I don't know if you have the numbers for that. It was around 600. I think it was just shy of 600. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yes. I knew it was huge. I, I <laughs> yes. remember it was huge. There were lots of people to meet, opportunities to, to speak with uh, some of the speakers. Let's talk more about that. What does a day look like? It starts, and how much are the tickets? Because you also talked about that earlier, that the foundation really offers a lot of these resources at a very reasonable price. As soon as the promotion started coming out about Foodist Medicine, I started sending the link to a lot of people that I know here in Dallas to let them know that this is an affordable event. Look at the speakers. I Even then, I think the speakers had not been announced, but I know that Midland, Texas, you know, Foodist Medicine is known for having wonderful speakers attend. So tell us about that. Like, what does the day look like? How, um, how much are the tickets? What else can we expect? So ticket prices are um, $40. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> and it includes your lunch. So, you know, you don't have to go out and find something to eat. We're going to feed you a plant-based, a whole food plant-based um, meal. But um, it starts at, a check-in starts um, at 7.30 if you want to come really early. Um, but at 8.30, we'll start the program itself with introductions. And we'll start with Dr. Brooke Goldner. We'll start and do a presentation for 50 minutes and then have 10 minutes of Q&A. So you have an opportunity to ask questions um, as uh, the presentation ends with um, Dr. Goldner. Um, and then we'll have a little bit of a break. And at that break, you can go and um, purchase Dr. Goldner's books um, and she will meet with you and sign them and you can have that one-on-one -on -one time with them. Um, and then following her will be Alex Caspero, who is a dietitian and uh, has plant-based juniors. She has her... Uh, 
Instagram uh, or website is Delish Knowledge. Uh, she was the one who developed the recipes for Fiber Fueled by Dr. Will Bolswich. So um, if you don't know who he is, I guess you live under a rock <laughs> because I feel like he's everywhere. Um, right. He's on a lot of podcasts right now. I want to back up a little bit. So many people that are listening, I have a lot of new listeners, may not know who Dr. Brooke Goldner is, even though I do. Um, but let's talk about that. Let's talk about um, autoimmune and uh, and and how she has sort of a, the perfect recipe to help people reverse their disease. What would you like to tell us about Dr. Goldner? Well, um, she is a medical doctor. She considers her a plant-based healer, and she's an author of three books. Let's see her. She has um, Goodbye Lupus, um, Goodbye Autoimmune Disease, and then Green Smoothie Recipe to Kickstart. So she, uh, Dr. Uh, Goldner herself had... Um, lupus and was able to reverse the disease and has had a lot of success working with patients to reverse different autoimmune diseases. Um, she's been featured in multiple documentaries, um, such as Eating You Alive, Whitewashed, uh, and The Conspiracy Against Your Health. She's also featured in Dr. Stoll's book, um, Disease Reversal Hope, which is just been released in the last not even six months now uh, and a documentary is about to come out or a film I think they call it a film but on the different people and not only is Dr. Brooke Goldner featured in there but so is um, Marcy Madrid who is our president so very excited to have her story get the recognition it needs and we can talk about Marcy if you want to because um, it's very amazing how um, if you're religious or not religious, um, really how the stars aligned, how God was there to really help her in a time, the darkest time of her life. So um, through plant-based nutrition. But Dr. Goldner um, is from Houston. She lives in Houston and she's uh, she st- shares the stage with a lot of large names like Dr. Um, T. Colin Campbell, um, uh, Dr. Ornish, Dr. Esselstyn. So they're what we call like the godfathers of plant-based nutrition. Um, she's been uh, in vegan health. And most recently, I should say this, I think this is amazing. She is the has recently joined the Forbes um, medical editorial list. Or, which she is the one that uh, helps whenever they're doing their different articles of medical and she gets to look at them and she's the only plant-based doctor that is on there. So, um, she's just, her star is just rising right now and getting the recognition she needs because she has such an amazing story herself. And I think that's re- last year we had Dr. Saray Stancic that, um, spoke about her and her diagnosis with MS and reversing that and our comments were so great because when people hear that their doctor has struggles themselves and how they've been able to overcome it, I think it just gives it a new light that these aren't just doctors trying to solve you. They also are taking care of their own health. So We spoke about how much of the content, all the content that is covered is evidence-based. We come from a science perspective. This is not, you know, a, a home remedy that we're prescribing. But there are some celebrities that either have lupus or multiple sclerosis, for example, and have never heard about using whole foods and lifestyle to reverse. And so we have living examples, like you just said, Dr. Brooke Goldner, Dr. Sarai Stansig, who have 
really taking control of their own health by making these lifestyle modifications. So I really want to drive that message that autoimmune conditions such as like even rheumatoid arthritis, psoriasis, and other debilitating conditions could be either reversed or properly managed and even halted with these lifestyle changes. And so Dr. Brooke Goldner is known for that. And I think that, you know, any patient that has an autoimmune disease can definitely identify with the side effects of those medications. Autoimmune disease medications have a load of side effects that it's managing your disease, but you're in a very difficult and uncomfortable um, way a lot of times. So to know that you can have the same management or in Marcy's case, actually see a reduction and the scans, the lesions in her brain were shrinking from from changing her diet. I mean, it almost brings tears to my eyes to think about it. But to have that kind of change and not be on medication is really um, amazing. And I think that Dr. Stoll's new book, um, where he's gone and visited with a lot of different um, people in our in our nation that have had different diseases, and naming it Disease Reversal Hope. I mean. That's exactly what we want. And this past weekend, as I was visiting with people, I don't say, here, if you're having issues, take this flyer, come see us. I said, hey, we're having this conference. If you know someone struggling with their health or wanting to uh, have more vitality and, and increase in vitality and just feel better, can you share this with them? Because, you know, they might find some hope in what we present. And um, that's something that you don't really get a lot of times when you go and visit a doctor. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And this is what we want from our doctors. So I've often said that we can't wait for our local physicians to catch up with the evidence, with the science. We have to learn it this way and then just do what is right for us while still visiting our physicians, still, um, you know, following the recommendations that they're asking us to do. But we have to take control of our health. So you started with Dr. Goldner and then you moved on to Alex Casparo, who is a registered dietitian. Yes. And she has, um, she's registered dietitian. She is a registered yoga teacher. I mean, she just seems like someone I'm going to really enjoy being around. She's from St. Louis, which I am from Missouri myself. So I feel like she's a hometown girl for me. Um, but she is the owner of Delish Knowledge and the author of Fresh Italian Cooking for the New Generation. So a very exciting cookbook for people that think that Italian cooking is going to be out the door whenever you go whole food plant-based, which actually Italian is probably the easiest. <laughs> it sure is. It really is. And I often say I give so much credit to registered dietitians, because again, while we want our specialists to be on board, it's really the registered dietitian that helps you closely. Yeah, we are very, you know, excited to have her. Um, We haven't had a dietitian for a couple of years. Well, of course, even pre-COVID, we hadn't had one for, I think, two years prior to COVID. Um, So we're excited to have her. And like I said, she uh, wrote the recipes for Dr. Will Bulsowich's fiber-fueled book. Valerie, you just touched on the recipes for fiber-fueled, and I want to show you I have a copy of the fiber-fueled book. I love that cover. I think it's ah, amazing. <laughs> I do too. And now that I know that she was involved with the recipes, I'm going to ask her to sign. I'm going to have to get a photo and ask her to sign my book as oh, well. Oh, yes, for sure. Yeah, I love collecting signatures or autographs when I have the books. I'm a big fan of uh, many of these people. 
And then she and um, she's a co-founder of Plant Based Juniors, which is on Instagram. Uh, it's an evidence-based platform that helps parents um, navigate the world of plant-based prenatal and pediatric nutrition. So she's going to talk about um, plant-based children is what she's going to. So we haven't had, we had last year with our virtual, we had a pediatrician, but this is definitely something that we're hoping that by putting her early in the day that parents will come to it and maybe stay and listen to the rest. <laughs> All right. Great. Well, there you have it. See, listeners, if we have parents out there that are wondering how do we get started in not only our own lives in eating healthy, but how do we get our children on board? If you can get your children started at such a young age and support them, you are like giving them a gift for the rest of their lives. Oh yeah. We have a little, I think we got it through, um, ACLM. Um, they had a little grocery store scavenger hunt that we hand out to parents to, it has the pictures of like Brussels sprouts and different things. So the kids, while you're shopping can mark off, they found these items because yeah, the more you get them involved, um, the more excited they are, you know, if they're involved in the cooking of the food, they want to taste their cooking. You know, if you, you explain to them that the different uh, colors of the food is different flavors and you want to have as many flavors instead of the same yellow and brown color on your plate all the time. <laughs> you know, let's taste all of the good flavors that um, are provided through nature. So yeah, she is amazing. She's got her um, delicious knowledge, of course, is hers. And um, I just saw yesterday she posted a donut recipe. And I know that donuts are very popular in our community as a Saturday and Sunday ritual. So, you know, taking a donut recipe and making it vegan, so it's at least a little healthier. Um, brilliant. So who else will be uh, speaking at the conference? Well, we'll have Dr. Jim Loomis, and he was there in 2019. You might remember him. He was the internist for the St. Louis Cardinals and the St. Louis Rams and the traveling physician for the St. Louis Symphony. So he was featured on Game Changers. He is a medical director at Barnard Medical Center in Washington, D.C. So... Um, he has a lot of experience working with athletes. He was in the documentary Game Changers. So he brings a lot of knowledge as far as uh, plant-based athletes or people that are performance-based and thinking that they need um, that protein that everybody talks about all the time, that they can't get that through plants. You know, um, he's able to share his experiences as a athlete himself. Excellent. Excellent. I'm so excited. Who else will okay. be speaking? And of course, um, uh, Dr. Scott Stoll, um, who has been with us since day one. And I mean, he is the most, I want to find the right word, genuine like when I say genuine, he is a genuine person. Whenever I email him and say, we're ready to start food as medicine, we're getting our speakers together. He's like, who can I help get you get? So he is very instrumental in bringing in speakers. I give him my wish list and he goes to town um, visiting with these folks and helping bring them on board. He is an Olympian. So he was on the bod bobsled team for the United States. Uh, he also then served as um, the team physician for the United States bobsled and skeleton team and Lehigh University. Uh, he is the co-founder of the Plantrition Project, which is the internet. Um, He's also with the International Plant-Based Nutrition Healthcare Conference, the International Journal of Disease Reversal and Prevention, and Regenerative Health Institute. Um, he's 
really one of the, I said those others were the godfather. He is definitely listed amongst the godfathers of plant-based nutrition. He just is younger. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, but he uh, has served as a member of the Whole Foods Scientific and Medical Advisory Board and consults with healthcare um, organizations globally to integrate health, uh, lifestyle medicine solutions. So he offers a uh, one-week total health immersion program in Florida and helps attendees recover from lost health, overcome addictions, and restore emotional balance. He's been on the Dr. Oz show. He's been um, the host for a PBS special called Food as Medicine, so close to ours. And he's been in the Game Changers, Eating You Alive, Disease Reversal Hope, which is his new one um, being released, PlantWise, and then a new upcoming TV series based on health immersions. So, <gasps> well. Oh, how exciting <laughs> is that? There's just I mean, so much to look forward to. I mean, it's so ex- I just love whenever friends of mine send me something before I know it. And they're like, <laughs> I watched this. Have you seen this yet? And I'm like, I love that you're watching this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Documentaries are cool, folks. And then um, last but not least is Karen Dugan. And Karen was supposed to come in 20. 20- 21 so last year but and then since it was virtual doing a cooking demo virtual did not make much sense but she is um a she started stl which st louis veg girl is her thing she's a plant-based nutrition and culinary and lifestyle educator with a simple mission a plant a plant on every plate is her thing so she adopted a plant-based diet in response to tragedy in 2008 karen um And cancer took her father. And then just 10 weeks later, she received her own cancer diagnosis. Yeah. So she started searching for the answer and found one in the growing body of literature supporting a whole food plant-based diet to bolster our natural immune systems. Um, Adopting a plant-based diet herself and beating cancer, she sought to share her knowledge with others. So she was actually um, one of those selected go to the Dr. Neil Bernard and and went to the Physician Committee on Responsible Medicines Food for Life program. So she is trained in that. She's a certified instructor. Um, She has in St. Louis her own group, um, uh, which is a private plant-based group um, that she does cooking demonstrations and um, sort of like a healthy city, but a one-person show. So bless her heart. We're really excited to have her finally come on. And she's been doing wonderful things in St. Louis, getting on weekly segments on the news, uh, uh, cooking segments. So um, being from living in St. Louis before I moved here, I know that the food scene there is incredible. It's <laughs> yeah. just not whole plant-based <laughs> normally. So just to know that yeah. she is um, being um, a catalyst for the whole food plant-based in that community is amazing. So she's been a joy to visit with. So I know that everybody's going to love her. We love food for life instructors here on the podcast. Awesome. So that's a little bit of the speakers. Will you be having any exhibitors? We are, it's more local exhibitors. So um, our master gardeners, we've invited them to have a spot. Um, We will have, um, there's a marathon here in uh, West Texas, the Energy City Races. It's a, a fun run for the kiddos or those that don't run. I shouldn't say just the kiddos. <laughs> um, a 5K, 10K and half marathon, I should say. It's a half marathon. And so um, one of our former board members, it is his foundation. 
um, in his honor, in his memory. He passed away in a horrible bicycling accident um, several years ago. And his family started a foundation and they put on this um, in his memory and it's a great time. So of course he was on our board and we uh, love to support it. So they'll be there sharing information about that upcoming race. We'll have book sales. We'll have um, healthy city. will be selling some different fun items um, to add to your repertoire of cooking items and shirts and things like that. Well, this is wonderful. And then, so we have, okay. So we talked about the speakers, the exhibitors, lunch will be available. Um, so if you had to kind of narrow this down to maybe five reasons that people have to attend the Foodist Medicine Conference, what would be the five things that you would say? Knowledge for sure. And even if you aren't suffering from something right now, what I find amazing is I learned about whole food plant-based in 2014. And I don't know how many people I spoke to between that and myself making the switch to whole food plant-based that I encouraged people. And just because you yourself aren't living a whole food plant-based lifestyle doesn't mean you can't share that hope with others. And I think that it's, you know, the knowledge and seeing how you can increase your plant intake um, and encourage others, the things you're going to learn at this is going to affect you or someone, you know, um, and, so knowledge, just being aware of what is offered. And, you know, that's not, we have our take back your health conference coming up and that knowledge is the way that you can take back your health and um, be active in your own health journey. So one would be knowledge. Two would be community. Probably um, you're going to be around other people that are like-minded or open-minded to um, a whole food plant-based um, lifestyle and lifestyle medicine. So being around those people, sharing your experiences, sharing um, your story and hearing their story could maybe find your new friend for life <laughs> at there. Um, and uh, there's just something to be said about community and knowing that you're not alone and you're not alone when you come to this conference, you're going to be surrounded by a lot of people who share your passion. Um, and then I would say entertainment (laughs) because all of these speakers are coming and are professional speakers for a reason. They can get up on the stage, share their message, entertain you. Brooke Goldner, if you don't know her, go on Instagram because the way she says things, I mean, has me rolling all the time. So you're definitely going to be entertained, you know. Karen's going to do a cooking demo. So you're going to get some knowledge and be entertained in uh, new cooking techniques. Uh, So I would say definitely knowledge, community, and entertainment. Oh, and then a great lunch. (laughs) Oh, yes, a great lunch. Oh, my goodness. I am wondering what that will be. This is wonderful because we don't have to worry about um, during our one hour break or so we don't have to worry about uh, where are we going to eat and what are we going to eat? You will provide the meal as well. All of this, all of this for $40. Uh-huh. Yes. Incredible. My goodness. That's wonderful. Everyone needs to take advantage of this. So those that are coming from out of town, we do have some uh, discounted rates, for, but really <laughs> we have rooms available, but I imagine you'll find great rates everywhere. <laughs> Because like I said earlier, not many people come for the weekend. Again, when you go to, and I'll 
provide the link in the show notes. But when you're purchasing your tickets, there are two different tickets. There's the pre-conference, which is for healthcare professionals who want to receive those CMEs. So that's on a Friday. So make sure that when you're buying your tickets that you're actually buying the right one. And then there's the Saturday conference for the rest of us that are not necessarily health professionals, but are interested in learning from these great speakers. We're going to attend, we're going to socialize, we're going to buy books and, and have a good time. So make sure that you know exactly what ticket you're buying. So yeah, there's one that says food is medicine and one that says pre-conference. So you want the food is medicine one. I think it is actually the first option on the on our events website now. Um, if you go to www.ourhealthycity.com backslash FIM, it takes you directly to the actual com- Saturday conference. So Okay, great. And the fifth reason why people should attend that I just added are the CMEs. Oh, <laughs> and that's, yeah. why, yes, that's why you want to attend. <laughs> so is there anything else, Valerie, that you'd like to share with us, with our listeners in terms of either anything that is going on with you? Like if you're, I know that this is a huge project for you. So this is keeping you busy, but there's anything else that's going on with you? And is there like a final message that you'd like to um, share with our listeners in terms of either attending this event or something that they can do if they cannot attend the event? Oh, that's a good question. I think it, as right now my mind is all on food as medicine and you know looking forward to what we're going to do in 2023 and continue to uh push the message of, you know, your health is your health and that you can make the changes to either prevent um any kind of disease or at least um, reverse disease that you might have. But as far as those that can or cannot attend, I would just encourage you that, you know, don't be hard. I think we said at the beginning, don't be hard on yourself. You know, there's uh, good days and bad days for all of us. And uh, today does not determine your health, but it's a long term as far as the changes you have made um, are the ones that will make the difference. So if today is a bad day for you and you didn't get enough sleep, try for tomorrow. If today you fell into the break room and ate a donut, oh well. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> the, you just continue to don't be hard on yourself because the last thing you need to do is stress yourself out about how you're eating. We want this to be a natural way where you feel good about what you're doing. So Absolutely. And a lot of people have been in this sort of funk as a result of the pandemic. Many people um, have kind of moved away from the healthy choices they were making, but we're coming back. We're all coming back together to support one another. And it starts with events like Food is Medicine. So Valerie Acosta, thank you for being with us today and getting us excited about this event. Well, thank you for reaching out. I'm so excited to see you and just two week, two and a half weeks or so. So yeah, we'll see you soon. Thank you. We learned about five reasons why we need to be at the Foodist Medicine Conference. Number one, knowledge. Bring your paper and pen because this is going to be a note-taking event. Number two is community. It's about time we come together. Don't we miss each other? Number three, entertainment. The whole thing is going to be a great sense of entertainment. We're going to feel revived and re-energized. We talked about how many people went back to their old ways during the pandemic, and we can't blame each other. This is what stress causes. So let's come back to build support. 
And number four, Valerie teased us about some delicious foods that we can expect um, at the conference. And number five, our health professionals can gain continuing education credits, CMEs. This is so important because they do have to have CMEs every year. And why not get it from information related to whole plant-based foods? And the tickets are only $40. And simply go to ourhealthycity.com. And friends, I hope to see you there. There's information as well about hotel stay. And thank you for being the listener. You've been listening to the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions podcast with your host, Maya Acosta. If you've enjoyed this podcast, do us a favor and share with one friend who can benefit from this episode. Feel free to leave an honest review as well at ratethispodcast.com forward slash HLS. This helps us to spread our message. And as always, thank you for being a listener. 